Well, greetings, my nerd brethren. It is I, Jay, Warden of the Nerds, and host of the most amazing podcast ever heard anywhere ever. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, amigo, and lord and commander of the Nerds Watch, Chris. Today we are broadcasting from Castle Black in sunny Winterfell. Where does a balmy 77 degrees? Winter is coming. Winter's not the only thing, because you are just in time for another episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. Man, that was epic. Yeah, I really uh, like right? it. Right? That was an epic intro. It's okay. kind of high up here, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's, I mean, there it's, are it's birds nice. not even up here. I enjoy the view. It's, it's nice. It's, it's, what are you it's, looking at? There's it, nothing here. The... the Miles and miles of nothing. No, you got to turn around. Look the other way. <laughs> ah, okay, that's much better. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, so, what'd you read this week? You forewarned me that uh, what I was going to talk about. You have no idea what I'm about to talk about. No. Um. And and I'll, I'll tell you my reason. Go ahead. Go ahead and do the review. Well, and, and, like well, I said. Okay. Well, I was going to talk about uh, two comics. I was going to talk about Superman Action Comics and also Lois and Clark. I think it's called Lois. It's Superman. Superman, Lois, and, and Clark. King, with Dean Kane? No, not with Dean Kane or oh. Terry Hatcher, although that was a very fine program. Well, God dang that. Terry Hatcher in her prime. Yes. I don't know, you know, Terry Hatcher, if you're listening, you're still in your prime. Yeah, I was going to say, you're still beautiful. Okay. All right, but yeah, you could talk about it, and I'll just tell you what I liked about it, and, you know. But you didn't read it. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about what you like. You're going to talk about what I like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like no, it when no, people we'll talk about that. what I like. And I'll give you my reasons. I don't, uh, all right, all right. Well, um... All right, so Superman Action Comics, um, I'm talking about issues uh, 958 and 960. This is written by Dan Jurgens. Where did 959 go? Um, 959? No, 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 it's... Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> never mind. All right. 958 through 960. Oh, I'm not excluding oh. 959. Whoops. Okay. Uh, this is written by Dan Jurgens. Uh, Jurgens. Jurgens, I know. Uh, issue 958 was illustrated by Patrick Zercher, and then... Uh, uh, from 959 and 960 were drawn by Tyler Kirkman. This retails for about 299. Uh, DC's really been doing a good job with keeping, you know, ever since they did the rebirth thing, yeah. all of their titles have been 299, so that, no, that's No, yeah, they nice. they've kept all the prices pretty much the same. I mean, they unless it's a thicker series or a, you know, beginning series or something like that, you normally get that thicker for like 399, 499. I, I find though that the 299 is not exactly having the intended effect with me or maybe it is cuz I'm buying more of the comic books, so I'm probably spending just as much money or if not more had they not done the rebirth thing, but but if you're if you're not, you know, completely an obsessive compulsive like me and you can just stand to get one uh, follow uh, one book, you could really save some money as yeah, a comic book no, reader, I, agree with I think. You. So uh, the the plot of, of Superman Action Comics we talked about it before. Uh, I don't know if you if you remember, but we have uh, a couple episodes before we talked about it. Yeah. yeah so we have a Beardo Superman, as you like to call him, well, uh, pre fifty two Superman. Basically, Rebirth Superman after he died back in the early nineties. Right. Right. Is now the uh, official Superman of the DC universe. So what what started out as a minor kerfuffle. I like that word. Kerfuffle. Ooh, good one. Uh, a a, a Donnie Brook, if you will. 
Uh, oh, I love Downey Burke. Yeah. Downey Burke's one of my favorite words. Um, Basically, a skirmish. A skirmish, yes. Between Superman and Lex Luthor. A dust up. A dust. Oh, yeah, dust up. That's good. Uh, between Superman and Lex Luthor uh, has now turned out into an all out battle royale with Superman, uh, Lex Luthor, Iron Luthor, uh, Iron, right. Iron Luthor, excuse me, Doomsday, uh, and Wonder Woman. So, what we have here is a four way four way contest you of champions. You don't have to buy anyone dinner. That's right. Um, so meanwhile, while all of this, you know, this fighting is going on between all of these all of these people, we have this hooded figure that's kind of watching the events and appears to know what's going on. So this is like this is the Wikipedia guy. Like he's read the whole story. He knows what's happening here. He's he's making all of these cryptic m- remarks. We don't know who this guy is yet. Whoa. Yeah, mystery. I bet you it's the new 52 Superman. I, you know, I was wondering about that. I'm like, what if it's what if it's a Superman from like a parallel universe, yeah. or what if it's what if it's the new Fifty Two Superman? Or he he seems to know an awful lot about what's going on. So um, let, let me. I, I don't know why I did this in reverse order, but let's start with the you bad. You always start with the bad. Do I always start with the bad? Normally we'll be no. We do start with the good, but then but then we say no, no, no. Let's get to the bad. I'm a, it's more I'm, fun. I'm a glasses half uh, glasses half full kind of guy. Nah, so, uh, apparently you started the wrong way. Yeah. Um. So the bad. Um. Okay. So we've got a fight that's been going on now for literally four issues with no story development in sight. It's nope. just a lot of rock'em sock'em. Rock'em sock'em. Yeah. Exactly. So it it makes it feel kind of a little like filler. To me, um, by the feel... way, that beeping sound—that was someone, uh, you know, entering. Anytime someone enters Castle Black, there's a there's a little beep. They have so, to. Very advanced here at Castle. We, Black. we have to make sure they have to have key cards, all the different kind of stuff. You think you thought it was just torches and like wine and meat and stuff? No, 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 no. no they're no, fancy. No. They've got Wi-Fi. They're state not the savages. Art. No, state of the art. Um, so yeah, th- this this action comics Superman it feels it it just kind of feels like filler. Do you feel like they're like focusing on some of the other series? More than they're filling on this, <laughs> so like so they're like they're just putting all of their energies into like Batman and right, Green Lantern, like, like yeah, they're like oh well, Superman, we, I guess we have to have this. I don't fucking know. Make him fight Doomsday for like five issues, and we'll figure it out by then. We'll like kill him off again or some we'll shit. We'll have an idea. Yeah. I, oh my god, if they kill him again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, be r- the worst. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Ah. Lord and Commander, but um, it would be like the worst. You know, I don't think they're going to kill him again. But there's there's just something about this that just kind of it feels like filler. Um, you know, who is this? We're not any closer to knowing who this new Clark Kent is, other than the fact that you know. Yeah, because now there's this new Clark Kent that has no powers, no nothing, and he's like, well, gosh, Jimmy, I don't know. Uh, apparently, I mean, it's does he drink a beer like uh, like Superman Returns? Like uh, uh, what's his name, Henry, Henry Cavill? We haven't we haven't no, seen that. No, that's not Henry Cavill. Uh, Superman Returns, dork. Oh, sorry, I thought I thought you were referencing uh, in. Um, in Man of Steel, where he's drinking the, the Budweiser. Um, no, that was in that was in Superman Returns because he was sitting there with Jimmy Olsen and he was drinking a beer at the bar and they watch. Apparently, yeah, Superman. Regardless of the director, he's a beer guy. Barely, he's, a, he's, he's a Budweiser I think guy. He's a wine guy. Um, anyway, back to th- this, this new Clark Kent. Um, we don't know who he is. We're no closer to finding out who he is, and I just I would like a, at least a little bit more of a clue as to Give who us he something. is. But the issue is just you know the, these four issues have basically just focused on the, this this fight. Uh, is this Doomsday from the Fifty Two universe? Is he from the yeah. pre Fifty Two universe? Is this the one he says I've already killed you once before? Or there I mean? there seem to be the the you know as Superman is fighting him, he seems he's making comments that are suggesting that this is not the Doomsday. From the fifty-two universe, but it is in fact from his universe. Huh. Uh, and even visually, he looked because like the new fifty-two Doomsday. I don't know if you remember. He had like these almost like ram's yeah, horns. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and this one doesn't have those, and he looks more like the classic Doomsday. Well, I was going to say, his containment suit looked straight out of the original series, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's those are interesting mysteries, but it's like, come on, move it move right. it along, guys. And move this... Move it along. Hooded figure who knows what's going on, and... I, I just, yeah, they're... I, I, I feel like they're just taking a little too long, and I, I'd like them to feed us a little more about this. So, yeah. so that's what I don't like about this. Um, what do you like about this? All right, well, uh, I'm glad you asked, Chris. I'm glad you asked. Good. Um, glad. Well, we, we do get some elements of plot advance advancement. So, like, the, the hooded figure is making comments about how events are progressing faster than he had expected. And, uh, you know, we do see that Clark Kent's arm, the, the new Clark Kent that appears, his arm gets broken. So it's kind of confirmation that, you know, he is, in fact, human. He's not super-powered. So we do get some, but, you know, not, not enough, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and I think... You know, they're really doing something different with Lex Luthor on this book. Yeah, you know, I remember, because I'm not going to lie to you, I stopped reading this series and... You opted out. I did, I did, but the one thing I did like about this was, this almost reminds me of the, um, when they did the Injustice League, and Lex Luthor in their time was actually a hero, he was the leader of their Justice League. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. with this, he's actually not that bad of a guy. He's not diabolical. He's, he he has the same personality. He's arrogant. He's brilliant, but he does, he's Tony Stark. He yeah he's he's kind of Tony Stark, and he does not outright do evil things necessarily. And was was even like a member of the the Justice League, or is a member of the Justice League. Right. So, um, I'm you know back to when we were talking about you know how to save comic books right. that you can't just be on this this treadmill where you're just doing the same things, telling the same stories. It is interesting and refreshing to see someone doing something different with a character while not, you know, so widely, you know, it's not like they're making, I don't know, sending him to mime school or uh, turning him into, uh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg or anything Ooh, like, like didn't that. Didn't put a Jolly Rancher in some guy's mouth. He did not put a Jolly Rancher in some guy's Gross. mouth. Gross. Um, so that, that's nice. And, of course, the artwork. The, the, uh, I, Here I really we go like, again. Got to mention the artwork. It was a, it's, it, we always compare the comics. You notice <laughs> that you're like... It's pretty, but you really—it's pretty got, to look at, but, but you got nothing out of it. You know, it's a—I'm it, sorry, I, I almost said a completely really sexist comment. I'm not going to, so I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to lie there. Way to go, buddy. Way All to right. go. I'm making progress. You just yes. left that and walk off. I'm, I'm going to walk away. Walk away. All right. Okay, so what so, are your thoughts, though? All right. So, uh, I, I mean, I've got—it's only speculation, but you know, I'm thinking the Doomsday presence—you know, his his presence in this story may have more significance than we're you know initially led to believe because. In Superman Rebirth, that like Zero or the yeah. first one that came out, yeah. uh, I don't know if you remember. I was kind of complaining about how they did a whole recap of the death of Superman, and I was saying like I really didn't need to see this again. And what did I tell you? you the were... reasons why is they wanted to have new fans who weren't familiar with it. They kind of look at it and find it interesting, and maybe they want to go, "Hey, maybe I want to read the original series." Well, well, that and also I was thinking maybe because. This doomsday has a part to play hmm. in in this story, so yeah. yeah, they you're right. They needed to refresh the the uh, you know the, our younger readers the, mo- the memory of what happened. It's hard to imagine that like Death of Superman. When when did that come out? Oh, how, how long ago has that? Ninety two. We, we we happen to actually be Castle Black has quite an extensive collection of comic books, and I do remember seeing a Superman comic book that had Cyborg Superman on the cover. Um, I'll see if we can find that because uh, it, w- it was the cyborg Superman where he's fighting uh, Superboy, yeah. 
and it was from Reign of the the Superman. I don't know if you, you had it out here somewhere, but if I don't know if you if you find it, we'll be able to look up the the year. But it, it's just hard to believe that it's been that long. Ah, oh, there you go. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, I love that issue. One of the Knights of the Nerds Watch. Um. 1993. See, Holy so, like I said, shit. It's so, I was, I, mean, I was it. just, I was still in middle school when this came out. Don't tell me where you were. Where were you? you were like kindergarten? Second where, grade. Oh my God. Second grade. So, it's hard to imagine that this story is that old. Oh my God. I feel old. How does it smell? Oh, it smells it smell, good, Does it man. smell good? It smells good. Yeah. New comic books, you know, that's the thing. They put it on, you know, on the nice paper now, but I don't know that they can capture the oh. smell of the old comic books. Um, so, so yeah, there's there's that. So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, are are we maybe going to see a second reign of the Superman? Is that kind of what they're they're building to? Because we have this new human Clark Kent. Yes. We had, remember, early, in the earlier story, uh, we had the sort of eradicator yeah. type, type oh, character. Yeah, I liked him. Um, and so, you know, and maybe this hooded character, and, maybe he's a Superman. Well, and he, the eradicator was more omnipotent. He was all-knowing. He, yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's where we're headed with this. Maybe this is a, uh, maybe this Clark Kent is displaced from another universe. Maybe this is their way of kind of referencing some of the other uh Universes that exist in the in the multiverse. Right. So I, I I don't know. So it, uh, I guess my big complaint about action comics is you know it's fun to look at, but it kind of leaves you with more questions than than, than anything. Answers. Yeah, and 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 it's not good questions. It's not like oh I can't wait to wait to read the next you know issue to find out what's going on. No, this one's like holy shit, are they going to answer it or what? It, it's kind of like when you're when you're watching Walking Dead. And like an episode oh, where tread lightly, Bubba. Where, well, it's just like where they spend an entire episode on the farm, and like nothing really happens, and you just kind of feel What'd like you do? Pers- I, I fed a cow today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what Action Comics has been feeling like. Kind Did of you like fight any zombies? A, not really. Nah, not really. Not really, Sarge. We just had about you know half hour flashbacks on this show. Yeah, right. it, it just kind of feels like that. So, moving on. Um, I've also been reading Superman, Lois, and Clark, and so I was going to talk about right. issues two, two through eight. This is also written by Dan Jurgens, and is drawn by Lee Weeks. Also retails for two ninety nine. Um, right. Real quick, yeah. One thing that I, I we I wanted to touch on with you, mm-hmm. and it's it's and it pertains to this comic too. Okay. The reason why I, I stopped reading them. Yes. Let, what is the reason? It got way too convoluted for me. It really did. That is a fair way argument. too many Supermen, way too many Clark Kent's, way too many, and I, I, I just, it was, I don't want to say it was hard for me to understand, but it was like, I didn't want to. Yeah, the emotional investment just wasn't wasn't there. I, you know me, I'm not that big of a Superman fan, and at right. first I thought it was really interesting, but then I'm like. All right, this isn't fun no more. You're making me work way too hard for right. this. <laughs> and I'm paying money to read this. You right, know? And I'm like, right, this right. isn't fun to me. This right. isn't fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I will I will tell you this. And we you, you have access to my comiXology, mm-hmm. so you can check it out. I will tell you, this is the better book. Okay. Superman, Lois, and Clark is the better book. Let me guess. Lois falls from a building, and he's got to save her every time. No, no. Well, it look is, at that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So, so just to give you an overview of what this book is, if you haven't checked it out already. So this is following the events of DC's last you know, big, big crisis. The Convergence. The Convergence, right? Um, 
pre-52 Superman, yeah. Lois and their son, John, are now living in hiding in the 52 DC universe. Now, that's Beard Superman. That's Beardo. Right. Beardo Superman. Beardo. Um, who you also like to call Amish Superman. Yes. So he's yes. got many aliases, but yes. we'll, we'll call him pre-52. Um, so the comic explores just how Lois and Clark fit into this this new world and how they find kind of their respective niches, uh, given the fact now that Clark is able to live in a world where he doesn't have to he's not be Superman. He's not, he's not really needed. Well, wait a minute. Isn't this guy... And in the other Superman series, isn't he already fighting Lex Luthor? I mean, how does this go? No, the, the, the chronology of this book, this this, this is a prequel. This, this occurs earlier. So this yeah, is a prequel. This is before. Um, I guess you could say. I mean, it's not real. I guess you could say it's a prequel. A prequel would be though. I mean, if they came out with this now, while they're coming out, while they're coming out with the new Superman books, this is an older book. Oh, okay. So this, this is an older book. That's why I was asking. But I'm you, like, ah, uh, you lost I'm, me, dude. I'm sure it'll be available in trade paperback soon, or you yeah. can find issues cheap on Comicsology, but. It, it's just, in my opinion, it's it, it's the better comic because it tells a better story. Um, what do you I, like about it? Well, I, I mean, the the characters are all very consistent with their their counterparts. Um, I, I mean, to the way they've been written to this point. So we have things like Lois. She she can't work at the Daily Planet anymore because there's a Lois that works there. So what does she do? She becomes like an expose author. So she starts uh, writing a book about uh, Inter- my Day. night with Superman. Not quite. Oh. <laughs> Not penthouse letters. No, no. Hey, I, I Expo- thought... Different kind of expose. All right. Um, no, no. She's, uh, you know, she's writing a book like exposing intergang, which if you're not familiar with DC nope, Universe, yeah. they're, they're kind of like, uh, they're the, like the equivalent sort of of like, they're a cross between like the Mafia and Hydra in, in the DC Universe. Mm. So, um, so she's doing that. And, and you know, Clark, uh he he's still doing his superhero thing. You know, he's just not doing it under the banner of Superman. He's he's Isn't he wearing a mask or something. He's not wearing a mask. He's he w- wears like sort of the black, like a black Superman. The funeral. The f- yeah, sort of like the uh, the death of Superman uh, costume. Uh, and he's. Did you ever watch Smallville? Yes. Do you remember how for a while when Clark was helping people, he was just kind of known as the Blur. You remember that? Remember how when the Flash series started, he's known as the Blur now too. Right, right. Off. right. But anyway, right, right, right. But that's kind of how so he's, he's just going he's saving sort of people in, anonymously. Yeah. yeah, he's sort of anonymous, anonymously like um, what help, everybody's help. supposed to do. Exactly right. You're not supposed to do it for the glory. Shame on you. Um, harumph, harumph. Um, so I mean, similar. You know. Oh, sorry. I'm skipping ahead of my notes. So what else do I like about it? Um, you know, the, you know, I like I like this much better because we're telling a story about this Superman actually. Uh, Finding his place in this new world, learning to uh, be a superhero and a father at the same time, which is a real advancement well, of the character. The one thing I did think was kind of neat was was with little Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Is he's getting his powers? He's kind of in the process. You notice with Superman too. I, I know they always equate it to religion. Mm-hmm. I know there was a Superboy series, but how do we always see him? We see him as a child, and he's about nine or ten years old, and then the next time we see him, he's in a Adult. He's an adult, yeah. We never see that in between, but kind it's kind of neat that we see that with Jonathan. Yeah. Because Jonathan's getting his powers, and he kind of doesn't know what to do with them or yeah. stuff like that. And all of a sudden, stuff turns on, and he doesn't know how to turn it off. And It's a good puberty metaphor. Yeah, and his, and his dad's <laughs> able to kind of help him and guide him, and but he's also showing him the right way of doing things. And I don't think that story has ever been told before. No. And I think that's what makes it interesting. I love that they gave Superman a son. And I really hope that they they don't undo this with some kind of one more day bullshit. Um, 
that's that's all the anger, all the nerd rage you're gonna hear from me over over that. I've I've given one more day enough of my my anger and soul. That that's it. Well, um, they they kind of did the same thing during uh, Superman Returns, but everybody hated that. It's basically that kid was Jonathan. It it it, it is it is. But the problem see the problem with that was I felt where you know in in Superman Returns it was Superman's illegitimate child. But also it got kind of flung on us. It, not, not just that. <laughs> just got, got a flung it on us. Just kind of got flung right. on us. Raising. Yeah. Raising. Um, no, Superman Returns, the problem with that, in my opinion, was that you, you know, it really painted Superman in a bad light because here, you know, he disappears. He's a deadbeat. For, he is a deadbeat. He's an absentee father. He disappears for years to go find his planet, which he damn well knows blew up. While Lois is pregnant, yeah, that's kind of like I'm leaving for to go get a pack of smokes, and I'll be right back. Oh, hey, sorry, baby. Yeah, I'll be back. I just gotta go check on Krypton. Uh, well, didn't you say it was blown up? Well, uh, uh, we can't be sure about these things. Bye. You know, it's so. So yeah. So making Superman a father and Lois Lane a mother, it, it advances the character. So I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, we get a new villain, which is kind of cool because uh, you know, again, uh, you know, advancing the story, well, adding to Superman the mythos. Has he doesn't have that good of a rogues gallery to begin with, so... Yeah, I mean, he's... You're, I mean, compared to, say, yeah, your Batman, your Spider-Man, even your, even your Flash, yeah, you're... But, so, this this new villain, uh, he, his, his, he's called Blanc, and uh, he... I mean, he has an interesting collection of powers. He's a, a telekinetic, he's a telepath, he's a... Uh, he even, I think, has... What do you call that when you have the ability to... He's a technopath. Ah. He's a technopath also. So so he does like Skrillex and he's he's dropping mad beats. He he is with his beatbox and his yeah. and his sound machine and, I think oh, that's something different. Absolutely it might be. Right. Um sorry. So I mean he's he's a legitimate threat to Superman in terms of like a from a physical So basically one guy that has tons of powers meets another guy who has all tons of powers. Yeah, and he's genuinely creepy because he uh, he sort of portrays himself as an artist. Like he massacres a whole city, and he says, you know, I do it in such a way that it's art. He's he's kind Almost of like jokerish. He's jo- yes, he is. He's very jokerish. So you know, I th- that's what's good about it. I mean, I I think it's a good story. I want to keep the keep it moving along because we we got a lot of stuff to talk oh, about. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the bad thing about it, uh, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you know, having, having, you know, the black suit with a big freaking S on his chest does not make, it doesn't say low profile. It's like, Hey, look at me. I'm Superman. I was super, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, you know, you, you get those, those really crappy actors who did something for a little while and they're all of a sudden... They're not famous anymore, and you're putting handcuffs on. Like, do you know who I am? You know who I was. I was so and so. I was Superman. God damn it! You know, here's the S. Look at this. I thought you were gonna go a different direction with it because there was a Family Guy episode where they. It was during one of the cutaways where they they were like, "Jeez, Lois." You're, you're more attention seeking than Dean Cain. That's it. And then it was it was it's like Dean Cain sitting on the park bench, and he's like, "Hey." Is that Dean Cain? Oh, I don't know. And he pulls his shirt up, and it's like, it, you know, it's Dean Cain mouthing, like, is that Dean Cain? I thought that's where you're going. I with love that. Dean Cain. Dean Cain. We love you, man. Um, okay. So, wow, that's the second Lois and Clark reference we've made. Whoa. Look at that. Um, all right. So anyway, that's that's what I've been reading in comic books. Let's let's go into movie talk. Yeah. Um, so we got a couple things to talk about in, in movie talk. We're going to have another one of our Knights of the Nerd uh, Nerds Watch uh, join us uh, in, in, in a little bit. Um, 
But, uh, you know, before, you know, before we get to, we're going to do a movie review of Suicide Squad. Now, I haven't seen it. You and Pete have seen it. Yes. So we're we're going to talk about that. But Remove be- the Night Commander. Be- before we get <laughs> to that, um, you know, I-, I wanted to ask a question, and that is, is the DCEU in trouble? Um, because we have Suicide Squad. Disp- I know you guys have your opinions of it. Um, I-, I noticed that, you know, it's opening to a disappointing 26% aggregate critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um and you know, I, I was reading through the comments, and it, even some of the positive reviews seem kind of like backhanded. Like I, I, I and this was I, all from Rotten Tomatoes, though. This is all from Rotten. To- well, I mean, these are you know, it's an aggregate of like everyone who does re- yeah. reviews. So, so this was someone's positive review of it. It wants so desperately to be subversive and irreverent in the manner of Fight Club, or more likely Deadpool, and yet most the most shocking thing about it is how risk averse it turns out to be. That was from someone who liked it. So, uh, you know, I. I'm thinking that we got Man of Steel that got a, a lukewarm reception from right. people. I will say though, Man of Steel, in its all honesty, I don't think that they um, they they did enough uh, press with that. I don't think they did enough promos. I don't think they did enough of anything. I like Man of like, Steel. Like I remember all of a sudden them saying, "Hey, look, there's going to be a new Superman." I was like, "Well, when's it coming out?" In three months. Holy shit! I mean, you, yeah. you I didn't even know the movie was coming out until I saw it. I, but, but even when it came out, I, if you look on the Rotten Tomato score, and, and not to say that that's gospel, but I, I use that just as sort of an indicator of the, the critical reception of it. And that's your problem. Well, they, no, my, maybe, that maybe. Uh, you know, it's it's got like a like a forty nine or fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and then BVS. Now I know that a lot of people like Batman well, versus Superman. Hold on, How, however, I will say with Batman and Superman, I, I know you didn't like the actual movies, but I am hearing from people that this part that they've been putting out with the, the director's cut or whatever it is. That is making the movie that much better. Okay, so, I like it. Okay, See, yeah. okay. So I, I mean, here, here's what I think's gone right so far. Um, I, I think, uh, again, uh, this is I, I'm interested in hearing your guys' opinion. I think DC's got it definitely nailing it when it comes to TV in terms of critical reception. You look at your shows like Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. They've all got really high ratings oh, yeah. uh, among the, the you critics. Forgot one, Gotham. That, but you also forgot the uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know what the reception's like for that. But do you it, know? It's people just like as much. it. Pe- yeah. People like it. If they watch one, I think they watch them all. Yeah. So they're all intertwined. So I mean, I, so I don't know. Before I move on to how to, my opinions on how to fix it, let me let me hear what you. I mean, what do you guys think about Pete? What do yeah, you? For, for me, I think it's funny that you're, you're touting the shows, which I like. But if I had a choice between the shows and the movies, I'd take the movies anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because the shows are kind of fluff. For me, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're they're a fun. lot lighter. They're fun. They're a yeah, lot they're, lighter. They're great, and it's especially well, Gotham's definitely a little darker. Yeah, but the movies are what what the DC universe is supposed to be. It's, it's a dark universe. Mm-hmm. It's it's got its bad bad spots, and, mm. and that's what that's what the movies are all about. No, I agree with you. Another thing too that DC has that you didn't even put on there. DC know how knows how to make straight to DVD cartoon movies. Oh yeah, all those straight to cartoon Big movies time. on point, perfect every single time. And, and you know, it's funny you mention that because in our next episode, we're actually going to be yes. doing a review of one of those movies, which is Killing Joke. So, well, and, and I agree with you. Their their animated movies are very good. And well, like one thing you said, you know, people are concerned about you know DC Universe and everything like that. But like Jeff Johns is now you know taking helm about a bunch of it. Another person, honestly, and and I think. I said it in a podcast before. I 
think Bruce Tim needs to get a hold of it and help them. Mm-hmm. Oh, because absolutely! I think if Bruce He's Tim was able though. was able to say something. Pa- Paul Dini, right? Paul Dini. They need because uh, I mean Both Bruce Tim's a, is a He's great a artist, but, Paul, but but well, but, but the thing is though, he's actually a lot of he does all the production for yeah. all of the cartoon movies, and yeah. those have been right on point. And right, he right. won't allow it if it doesn't go a certain way. Right, right. But you know, I I I, I know how Peter felt about it. I'll tell you, Suicide Squad was fun. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there were parts where I looked and went, ugh, I don't like that. Ugh, I don't like that. But there was only like two or three of those. That was really it. Everything else was fun. There was one point. With, with, yeah, without being too spoilery, spoiler-ish, you know, for yeah. people who haven't seen it, yeah, what 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 was fun about it? Fun? Yeah, yeah, what, what was fun? The characters all got along. I mean, they fit very well. And you can tell that the actors were really putting their heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember first reading about Will Smith playing Deadshot. Mm-hmm. And the first thing out of my mouth, oh, great. We're going to have Will Smith playing Will Smith shooting guns. Okay. That is not the case. That's not what all. we got. No, we've, we got a decent Deadshot. I mean, and it just made everything interesting and... You know, everybody comes from their own walks of life and how they fit into the team and all this kind of stuff. Like I said, it just it made it fun. What about you, Pete? What I, you? I agree with that. And and the, what the one critic said was, it's kind of true. It is risk averse. I mean, th- there was nothing like groundbreaking in. No, it. not at all. It was a comic but, book. Yeah, but it was a really fun popcorn movie. It was. It, I mean, you I were mean, entertained. Yeah, you yeah, you, you left feeling entertained. I, I mean, I, I I grew up in the '80s with all those cheesy action flicks, and I loved all of them. Yeah. But, but this blew anything that ever came out in the '80s or '90s away. I should say this too. Uh, you know, you can't always live and die by the critics because there's a lot of movies now that are regarded as cult classics oh that when God. they first came out oh, yeah. were critical failures. John Carpenter's The Thing, for yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um. Godfather. Godfather was a complete miss in into the theaters. Really, and it is a cult classic. Scarface was another one. Yeah, Scarface. They they couldn't sell tickets. Yeah, let alone. And now it is such big a trouble in Little China. Absolutely, that was a, bombed when Flash it first came Gordon. out. Yeah. yeah, every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't um, talk about Junior. I love that movie. <laughs> so, so I'll 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 say that. Yeah, you, you can't live and die necessarily yeah. by the critics. I, I I have a different opinion of you guys. I, I think well, you definitely you definitely I think like BVS more than I did. Yeah, and I know you liked it more. more yeah, but than, not than much more. Not not much more than me. So, I mean, I, um, and that's something else. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes, there's a big divide, too, oh, yeah. between the, where the critics rate it and the, the fans, the fans mm-hmm. rate it. Yeah. Um, you know what's another thing I will say, though? This movie made me want to see more of these characters. Mm-hmm. It, it made it go, okay, I want to see, see more of this. Especially Harley and, yeah, and Joker. Like, yeah. there's, there's a little, like a little homage where there's um, Batman and Deadshot are actually together. Really? And oh, okay. With that, I was like, "Oh, well, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see more of that because it was right. really interesting. It was cool." Yeah. We were talking a little bit before we started recording about the scenes with Joker and Harley. Yeah. So, could, could you talk a little bit about Go that? Because you, you seem like you both really enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, they nailed it. They nailed the relationship, and mm-hmm. from what I heard, that a lot of the deleted scenes probably are going to nail it even more when we do get to see them. And and that's the thing too. Did they capture that abusive, the nature oh, of that abusive well, they did, relationship? But I think the deleted Not much. scenes are going to show a lot more. The only that. thing that I, that was against everything that I've read and everything that I've known mm-hmm. 
there's a scene where Harley is in some kind of uh, peril. It's at Ace Chemicals. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, there's a little bit of peril. And you see the Joker perfectly fine walking away. Like, kind of like normally he would in comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this one, he stops, thinks, and goes, (sighs) like that, like crap. And then he goes in to to save. I honestly don't know if... It's a bit un-Joker-like. Right, but for me... The way that I've always seen the relationship is, is I don't want her, but you can't have her. Yeah. And that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. I don't want her, but you better not touch her. Right. You right, can't right. have her. So, for that... So that part didn't feel right. Right. But what, what, what did you not like about this? What, what Was there anything about this that, that you there, didn't care nah. for? There were, there were parts of it where it took me like a day to figure out what happened. So it was a little confusing in that sense as yeah. far as plot goes. I could see that. Um, but other than that, I liked it. A lot. That's a criticism that I've been hearing, right. by the way, that it's just is very muddled. It's a little it's convoluted. Yeah. Um, I will say some aesthetics were right on point. Some aesthetics, I was like, oh, that's what you went with? You, yeah. you could have done a little... Like, for me, Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. Beautiful suit. I mean, the, the, the makeup was absolutely flawless. However, his head... Was like two times the normal size. He looked like a pop figure. Maybe he had hydrocephalus. I don't or know, but I'm looking. Like water he, on the water on the brain. He looked like a Koopa from the early Mario, 90s Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yeah, I'm looking at him and I'm like, that's not cool. I don't like that. <laughs> but honestly, I didn't. I'm a, I'm a huge Killer Croc fan. Uh-huh. But yeah. for me, it's you know. I heard the he's not in series. it very much. He doesn't yeah. say much, but I want to see a backstory to with him. I want to, but I didn't. I couldn't understand him. Yeah. I had no idea what he was saying. I had to wait, you know, and someone tell me what he said. Because he was... What did he say? You had to find somebody that spoke Krakenese. You know, like, Krakenese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking the and same then, thing. There's this scene. I'm, I'm not really giving anything away. It's with Enchantress. And she's standing there. And she's talking. But all of a sudden, she starts doing these, like, twitches. And, like, she almost looks like Shakira with something in her pants like an animal so she's like twitching around and not really know why she's moving around but she's moving around it almost looks like you know in wayne's world when garth is singing foxy yeah it's kind of like that like all of a sudden she's moving and you have she's she doesn't even know why she doesn't even know why (laughs) the actress doesn't even know why she doesn't i got the urge all of a sudden to to dance And, and what was cool like i said one of the things that i i thought that they focused on a couple characters that I was like, I don't really know why you were doing that. Like, Diablo's a, a relatively new character. I mean, I, I've heard of him. I, I don't even know if I've even read anything with him in it. And they spent, like, I mean, almost 45 minutes, you know? Part of the and I'm looking and I'm like, I don't really care about you, you know? <laughs> I was like, cool, but that's not what I came here well, for. Well, I, I think that's, kind of, that's part of a problem, though, Chris. A, 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 like in my opinion, I mean, the mark of a good movie, they should have made you care about that character. I didn't care, and but the thing was for me, like the one person I would see, you know how I am. For me, it's not the the main characters that I'm interested in. Like Deadshot was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not that big of a Harley Quinn fan anyway. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about that. Right, right. I think she's a poor role model for children. <laughs> and then you know the Joker. I was like, okay, it's kind of neat. But for me. You know, I'm a Flash fan, so I wanted to see Captain Boomerang. I wanted to see more of it. And we didn't really get it. He became kind of a side plot, kind of a a comedy relief. That's another criticism I've heard of the movie is that, yeah, Captain Boomerang, 
there's this really great character, but doesn't get they used don't get very to do well. Anything, and I think he has like four lines in the entire movie. Yeah, pretty much. I'll see if I can post this on our Facebook page. But there was an article I read on, I think it was Comic Book Resource, mm. where they were contrasting this movie, so Suicide Squad, with um, Assault on Arkham, the animated movie, mm. and just talking about how Assault on Arkham I would have rather had King Shark is just the superior, how it's the superior movie to to Suicide Squad. For a lot of the reasons that you've mentioned, as far as you know, they yeah. use Captain Boomerang much much better. Yeah. The uh, you know what I would have liked to have seen. There's a scene you've seen Arkham Assault on Arkham. Yeah, yeah. there is a scene where they're walking into Arkham, and they're down. We're in like the 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 maximum security holding cell where Joker is, mm-hmm. and there's Harley with Deadshot, and she goes, "This is my new boyfriend," and she's all over him, and Joker is losing his mind. I would have rather have kind of seen that because she was actually mad at the Joker. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Harley, she, like, he he basically, not given anything we, we've all seen it, he leaves her. He leaves her to die. Yeah, right. She wants nothing more than to be next to him the entire time. You know, whereas whereas this in Assault in Arkham, she was like, you know what? Screw that guy. That, that though, rings true to the kind of the nature of the abusive relationship. Oh, like, he throws her away and she just, she keeps coming back to him. Oh, yeah. So My dad that's... used to have a saying with that is, you treat him like dirt and he'll stick to you like mud. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Just to, just to go on record, Just Us Nerds is not advocating abusive relationships in any way, shape, or not form. Not at all, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so, so, um. Well, I don't. Oh, I, I need a moment from that. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say one thing about the the saw in Arkham. I read something funny on Facebook. Um, somebody wrote uh, it was a critic, and they said, "Hey, if you weren't happy with Suicide Squad, watch Saw on Arkham." And then he said, "If you if you did like Suicide Squad, watch Saw." <laughs> if you like Suicide Squad, you're really gonna yeah, like yeah. this. Well, and and the thing is, like, they replaced King Shark with Killer Croc, and I don't know. I kind of would have liked to have seen it would have been King neat. Shark because yeah. Flash series and the TV series they've actually used King Shark. They they have, and I liked in Assault on Arkham they they did kind of a creative thing with King Shark. He was less the more kind of shark man. He was a man with the metal teeth. More kind of like like uh, you remember from the old James Jaws. Bond Jaws yeah. from it the old Jaws. James Bond movies. That that's cool. And then if you want to do more of kind of of a grounded kind of superhero movie, you don't have a giant mutant shark. You just have a, a dude. I like want that. a street shark. I want a shark with frickin' laser beams attached to its head. Throw me a freaking bone here, people. Um, so anyway. Any, anything else, I mean, about Suicide Squad? I mean... I, I will say, and also, guys, I once again, I don't know how many superhero movies you guys have seen. Two. Okay. But I will tell you this. 100. In Marvel and DC... When the movie is over, that's not the end. There's extra. There's always more. Literally, all these goobers standing up and just walking off. I'm like, you're an idiot. I love how you get personally offended. It makes me so <laughs> mad. I'm like, because you know what? Because then they'll come to me, I didn't know there was anything extra. Well, I'm not telling you. Fool. And you have to live the rest of your life without that knowledge. But that extra scene that comes with it makes you interested to see what is going to happen next. Um. Oh, Another thing that I will say, Viola Davis. Yeah, she, yeah. She was awesome. Wow. Good, good as wow. Amanda Waller. I would rather have CCH Pounder, but, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know. yeah. She's the one who did the voice. CCH Pounder did the... Uh, Arkham. The, she uh, did uh, Assault on Arkham. She okay. was, gotcha. she was yeah. Waller. Also on the Justice League Unlimited yeah. show, she did the voice of Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, well, good. Glad to hear that. Well, 
I, I mean, even you know, in spite of the reviews, I, I still would like to go. I would like to go check this no, out. No, I'm telling you, you got to see it for yourself. That's the other thing too. Honestly, guys, I, I really don't give faith into what much what the critics say anymore. Like I used to, but uh, now I've uh, looked at him. I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. May, may I put an asterisk on that? Go ahead. Unless it's a Michael Bay Transformers movie. <laughs> God damn you, Michael Bay. He hates nerds. He hates nerds. Anyway, I, I will say that. I'll say it to his face. Anyway, um, but you got to go see it for yourself. You have to make your own judgments. You can't go by what, what these people are saying who are looking for certain things. They're, they're not looking for the fun and entertainment. They're looking at, you know... Um, was the direction right? Was anything? And half these critics probably haven't even read a goddamn comic book. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to push back on that a little, Chris, because I'm going to say that a good movie, you shouldn't have to read the source material. You shouldn't have to read a comic book. You should be able to walk in and, and enjoy the experience without all that, that continuity. That was there. That was there. No, I that agree. Was, but he's, I think Chris is just trying to make a point that they, they shouldn't even be bothering. The, the, the critics were trying, they, they were expecting Shakespeare. They were expecting right. The Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get that every time. You know, this was a popcorn movie. It was a fun action movie. I fell asleep during yeah. The Dark Knight, so to hell with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Um, okay, so here's a couple points that I just put together, and I'd be interested in your opinions on them, but th- this is, so this is my thought... How do we fix it, James? How do we fix the DCEU? Now, apparently, you guys, it, it ain't broke, so we don't I'll need to you, fix it. No, but that train is picking up speed. Mm-hmm. I will say that. The train is picking up speed. It is getting better as it goes along. Well, here's what I think. And, I'll, and you guys, if you you know if you have opinions, I'd, I'd like to hear what, what you think about them. Um, for me, I mean, it's it all comes down to telling a good story. I mean, tell a good story. No. And, and focus on telling that story rather than focusing on setting up the next story which I know was a big criticism of Batman v Superman. It was one of my criticisms of it. And even, to a lesser extent, Age of Ultron. I mean, as much as that movie, I think people love that no, movie. No, you're right, because the, it kind of led up to... You know, we had the whole Thor hot tub time machine thing. I I, I still don't know what that was all about. Um, he needed a bath. He stunk. He, He's I, liking I, I guess so. <laughs> he stunk. Um, you know, so... Th- you know, this means no introducing characters that are non-essential to the plot of the, the current story. You know, um, so sounds like you guys are in agreement nope. yeah, with that, agree. right? It was too much setup. Um, take your time. That's my other. If if anyone's listening from DC Warner's right now, take your time. Give us a job first, but then you oh know, yeah, you want to yeah. make movies good? Hire us three. You know, I, I can't be certain, but the way DC has been rolling these movies out, it seems like they feel like they need to catch they up to Marvel, rushed, right? And they don't. Yeah. That's the thing. They they don't need to catch up to Marvel. It's it's fine because there is no Marvel DC. The people that go to see DC movies are the same people that go to see Marvel movies. Who are going to go see Lord of the Rings. Who are going to see any kind of sci-fi. Whatever. That, whatever we find interesting, we're going to see. They're not in competition with each other. No. So it's not like it, it's not like you have to put out so many to, to be caught up. So take your time. Um, substance over style, guys. Substance over style. It's Yes, it's great to see your heroes looking badass, doing badass things. But but it's even better when it's, it's, it's with a story that has something to say. That's that's great. No, that's, I, I that's agree. Really cool. And like I said, sometimes, like some movies that I've seen, like even like the fight scenes. If you notice, like the choreographed scenes, they've actually kind of sped them up, and it turns into what I call like the comic book dust up, where it's a giant cloud, and every once in a while you see a fist fly out. And what's then next, happening? I get, I almost you know I'm like oh I can't watch. Are this. they having sex or are they fighting? <laughs> right. I can't tell. I don't really know. <laughs> And you kind of get that. Even even with Batman vs. Superman, like, all of a sudden they just start, like, scrapping and they look like two cats just going around in a circle. You're like, I, I don't know who's winning. 
Yeah. You know, and that explains the scene where Superman turned to Batman and said, "I think I'm pregnant." <laughs> that, that, that absolutely yeah. explains it. Thank you, Pete. Um, of course, Batman would do the impregnation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a top. Um, Whoa! So, oh well, I, you know what? It's you know episode twenty, and you know I'm I'm surprised it took us that long wow. to, to to get to that point. All right, well there we are. Um, all right, so um, so you know, th- what kind of stories? You know, stories that examine philosophical questions. You know, what what. What makes people "quote unquote" evil? What you know? Wh- who watches The Watchmen? Well, that's one thing that I did like about Suicide Squad is they have this this sl- this slogan that the director was pushing, and I agree with it. It isn't good versus evil. This is bad versus evil, and it was how bad of a person can you be, but still can be redeemable. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was people who have done terrible things, but yet are called upon to do basically the righteous uh, of the good. Basically, it's like. If all the heroes were gone, and then they're like, you know, well, we're going to destroy the world. I bet you the villains would come together and try to stop this because they're like, no, we want to do that. Yeah, or or like, this is where I keep all my my cool shit. You can't right. blow up the world. And right. I'm going to lose all my stuff. So all my what's that unicorn called that he likes, Mister Pinky, Mister Pinky. Pinky. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to lose my Mister Pinky. So, um, so yeah, you know, tell tell stories about the you know the human condition, no, you know, stories that. of redemption. Uh, and for me, some good example. You, know, you may disagree with me on this, but that's all right. That's what makes America great, man. We can disagree. Oh, here it comes. Um, you know, Dark you know, Knight says that with that that quote. You know, yeah. it's like, well, this might make you mad. This might make you mad. Translation: This is going to piss you off. Um, <laughs> here comes you know, the nerd. Dark range. Dark Knight. You know, Dark Knight. I think is a, is a great movie that you know examines you know what it what does it mean to you know to to be evil. What does it mean to be good? Civil War. I mean, we just had Civil he War. He wasn't evil. He was just crazy. That was the thing. He just didn't have any boundaries. No, but Chris, he was trying to show that anyone can be perverted into evil given yeah. the right circumstances. He evil. Yeah, but... and the people on the on the fair. Yeah. And that was Joker's whole point: is that this whole this whole thing that we call society is nothing but an illusion, and all you need is one bad day and to, to turn people into assholes. It's a it's a great that, I mean, it's, that's it's, that's called the killing joke. Sir. He's setting it up. Yeah. that's what he's doing. Yeah, I heard that. Right? Zack Snyder that, in the show. And the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy focusing on the next podcast, I can't focus on this one. God damn it! No, but I agree with Zack you. Snyder. Um, I, I agree with you, though. I mean. You, you gotta be able to to have that story to be able to like you said, what makes a good guy good? Why are they doing that? What makes a bad guy bad? It's yeah. always that one day. Look, you know, and and I, I agree with that. The who watches the Watchmen? You know, one one man's patriot is another man's terrorist. Agreed. I mean, that's uh, I mean, these are these are great, and these are questions of our age that we're dealing with now. And it's great to be able to examine them through you know these works of yeah. of fiction. Um, and, and you know, also I'll just honor another mention in there. Other than Civil War, I thought the original Iron Man did this really well too. Love the original Iron Man. Examining just kind of yeah. philosophical questions and what does it mean to be, you know, responsible for? Because he know, was a bad guy. In, in a, yeah, exactly. I mean, perfect example, right? He was a bad guy from the point of view of a lot of other people. Tony Stark, a bad man. Bad Not man. A, yeah. Um, and he had a missile with his name on it. And he had a and he had a missile with his name on it. Kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. That's actually what caused the uh, remember the shrapnel. That, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. He looks down. He goes, "Ah, oh, shit." <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and the last thing, I just vary the tones of each film. Yeah. So you know, I think. But I okay. think that they're doing that. Okay. Well, I hope so. I hope you're well, right because I will tell you that you know, like you said, you know, vary the tones. Batman vs Superman. That was a Watchmen. It was very dark, very gritty, very you know. That was a. It's like taking two different artists. That's like that's like taking you know, 
a Bruce Tim mm-hmm. and a Frank Miller and trying to compare them. You mm-hmm. kind of can't because they're two totally different tones. They're, they're, Whereas this Batman vs Superman was a Frank Miller all the way. Mm-hmm. This Suicide Squad was a lighter. It was funny, but it still could could you know portray that that heavier side. This is a medium, I'd say. But I'll tell you, already from what I've seen with Justice League, mm-hmm. the trailer that I've seen, there are jokes in that. They've actually lightened up Batman. I don't know if you've noticed that. I- I've seen. They've the, lightened, yeah, I've seen the trailer. They have lightened Batman up to where you know he and Wonder Woman kind of like pal around and that might be the case. I've I've seen that. You know, I I'm sorry Zach, but you haven't earned my trust. You got to earn my trust back. No, I you, agree. you have to you got to earn my trust back. To, to be totally fair. Yeah. Um I don't want to blame Zack Snyder 100% because oh, no. Marvel has Kevin Feige doing, you know, overseeing these things. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. DC has a suit that has no clue what a movie, a superhero yeah. movie should be, and they're telling Zack Snyder cut a movie, shorten this, do right. that. I, I movie studios have ruined so many movies over the years. Just, Look I, at Fantastic Four. That, yeah. That's a good point, Pete. Yeah. That's a really good point, Zach. I'm sorry. Yeah. Originally, <laughs> you know, you know, way off, not really off topic, but I, I read the actual screenplay for what they wanted to do for the new for that Fantastic Four reboot. It was awesome what he wanted to do with it. But then the suit got a hold of it and was like, nope, get rid of this, nope, yeah. get rid of this, nope, get rid of this. And that movie was terrible. Do you think that suit lost his job? I don't. No, no. I don't. You want to talk about risk averse. That, that's what a, being yeah. a studio executive is. Yeah, just right. dumb it down. They don't know what they want. Right. We'll tell them what they want. Focus, that's the focus, thing. Yeah. focus groups. That's, that's totally, yeah. yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Um. All right, all right. Well, what do we got? Do you guys have an opinion out there in podcast land? Do you have an opinion about it? We'd like to hear about it. So please send us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, leave us a message if you've listened to this podcast. Uh, give us a message on YouTube if you check out our YouTube page. Uh, also, uh, oh, damn it, I'm forgetting one, aren't I? SoundCloud. Yeah! SoundCloud. Check, get, send us a you message on, on SoundCloud. I usually always you've been good lately, one. though. But I've been getting better about it. Um, so yeah, just send us a message. We we want to hear about you. Remember, you got to take part in this. This is a conversation. Yeah. It's one thing that we always say. This is the discussion. This isn't us just talking at you. We we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you guys think and how you feel. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. Absolutely. Then we'll but, tell you to go to hell. But you know, we're and, wrong. And we're never wrong. So um, right. All right. So last thing I was going to talk about was yeah. just uh, this is in Toy Box, our, our our section where we talk about action figures and and collectibles. So. Um, you're gonna have to use your imagination, guys, because I did not bring said toy with me. But I, I actually have. Uh, no, he is beautiful. I will say that. Um, this is the. Uh, I'm talking about, of course, the Marvel Legends X-Men Wave Wave One uh, Deadpool. Um, this is a, this is a six-inch scale figure. Uh, it's it's going to be in scale with your other Marvel Legends figures uh, and your DC Classics figures. Now, uh, this isn't the movie Deadpool. No, no. This is a, this is a very comics accurate yep. uh, uh, Deadpool. I mean, he is. It's very faithful to what he looks like now. Uh, the gun holsters, the utility belt. I, I grabbed the latest issue of uh, Spider-Man Deadpool just to compare it, and uh, I mean everything down to the shin guards. I mean, it's it's yeah, very it's a point. very faithful uh, recreation. One thing that I will say that I did like about this was the face mold. 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's really nice. That it's like this mask, but yet you can see his face. There's an ex- kind of an expression underneath. He's got kind of the one eyebrow thing yeah. going, and you have a great uh, alternate head variant, which is the unmasked yeah, face, the and he, Freddy Krueger face. He looked kind of like a really happy, really cheerful Freddy Krueger. Like if this Freddy Krueger appeared in my dreams, I probably wouldn't be as. I'd be like, oh hey, how's it going, man? You look, well, looks, no, you feel kind of bad for him, you know? A You're little, like, bro. Did you get out in the sun or? What? Yeah, yeah, but I, I wouldn't be scared. You well, know, remember I, though, I, he was a child rapist, so you know. Well, I'm not a child, so there you go. You're the size of a child, and my inner child is like, you know, I'm a child <laughs> inner, at heart. You're gonna get. Oh, your heart's gonna. My get heart's raped. gonna get raped. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> so we're so, at a Michael. Bay, so we're at a Michael so, Bay film. So wow. So wait, we, wait. Just, we just said that. <laughs> so Michael, so we're at a Michael we're Bay. At a Michael, film. We're, we're at a Michael. We're at a Michael. Bay. Yeah, our hearts exactly, raped. exactly. That's that's exactly how I feel. God damn you, Michael. You Bay. know what? I'm pretty sure that if we ever talked to a woman that went through that horrible ordeal and we asked her to describe what it was like, she probably wouldn't say, "Well." Have you ever watched Transformers? And I'm like, oh my god, I know oh, how you, you feel. Oh, you poor thing. Come I'm here. so sorry. Come here. Give me a hug. Oh my god. Um, anyway, All right. so All right. back to action figures now. <laughs> uh, what does he come with? Uh, so I mean, he's got he's got all kinds of cool accessories. He's got guns, guns, and more guns. He's got a bazooka with a boxing glove on the front. But yeah, didn't you put, add another gun to him because you didn't like the gun he had? Yeah, that's one of my complaints about this figure is that the the paint applications on the gun are pretty just non. They look this like is, the eighty nine GI Joes where uh, they were just real flat and just. It's basically just down. molded plastic. What yeah. I did was they I weren't t- even painted. I, I took no. I mean, it's just gray molded plastic. So what I did was I I took. The uh, the gun from another one of my figures, a chameleon figure, That's and cool. but it's it, red and black. It's it's red and black. It's got awesome paint de- detail. It's got a removable, not barrel, cartridge magazine. Magazine. Thank you. See, I don't, I'm not good on my weapons terminology. It's actually um, a drum. But, drum, drum. There we go. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's one of my complaints about the figure. You, you get two katana swords. Now those actually did have nice. Paint and those deal, were nice. I mean, they them. they slid into the sheaths and. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, he comes with a taco, which nice. is which is and the paint detail on that was really nice. So I think they they kind of blew all of their paint budget on the on the, on taco. the taco. Yeah, on the on the taco because if you if you look at like the the the. The chest and like all the other parts. So you of think them. like he is really pretty, and then they went. No one's going to care about the extras. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Well, no, no, the, no, that's what I was going to say. No, the taco is really pretty. What I'm it saying. It is. He himself. No, the taco and the uh, the variant head yeah. are have a lot of yeah. detail, but the costume itself is just it's a flat red, flat black. It would have nice to, to be seen a little bit of airbrushing to give kind of the impression of shadow and texture. I'm not going to complain too much. I mean, overall, this is a really nice. Figure. What's your articulation like on that? Uh, I mean, it's pretty standard for what Marvel Legends is doing now. They give you a lot of points of articulation. You got you know heads on a ball joint with you know allowing wide range of uh, forward, backward, side to side. Um, the shoulders and elbows bend. You have that. I think you have. I think it's called that, like the butterfly joint that allows like yeah, the, yeah. the chest to expand. Uh, the wrists are on a hinge and swivel joint. It's got an ab Basically crunch. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a review of the Marvel Legends X Men Wave Wolverine uh, next episode. So it's yeah, very similar articulation. Uh, hips are on a ball joint, allowing the legs to go sideways, forward, and backward. And you've got the ankle pivot, which is which is really nice. We've come a long way from Mego dolls. Oh my god, yeah. So you it's know? it's like the toys now are just so amazing from when when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, when you think about how like GI Joe, it was just you had arms that could go up, and, and down. Better than what I had. Legs you back took scissors, and forward. And if you took scissors to that rubber band, that's it. Oh, that, that was you were it. Not man. fixing that figure. He was he was going to be in the uh, what do you call it the uh, 
Medic. What do they call it when they put them in the tent? Medic tent? Mash. Mash, yeah, it's going to be in the mash unit. So, um, if you want this Deadpool figure, good luck, because right. he's really popular. I only got mine because I bought the entire wave of X-Men figures. <laughs> you had to have it. Sorry, honey. Uh, uh, my, my, my wife was very good sport about it, though. Um, <laughs> he told her after he paid for it. That, yeah. He's like, hey, the baby don't need to eat. Guess what I got? Uh, yeah. And you spent it on what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I love you. I've said, yeah, I love you. Um, I've seen, you know, I've seen this range, you know, in cost from twenty four ninety nine to seventy four ninety nine for the Deadpool um, for the Deadpool figure alone. That is not. Yeah, I'm not paying seventy five bucks for a Deadpool figure. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the cheapest I found it is really on eBay for seventy four ninety nine. He's wow. just a really popular character. Wow, that's really um, cool. Not with you, but he's a popular character. Yeah, no, um, I know. But you know, I, I thought the same thing, Chris. It's like if if you're you know if you really like Deadpool that much, you're better off just holding out until NECA releases their fourth size, um, yeah, uh, no, sca- their fourth really scale nice figure. Um, it, it's a it's one uh, it's one oh four, but you know you're three quarters of the way there. If you you know if you're yeah. willing to spend that much, you might as well get the NECA on. figure, which is a superior figure from looking at it. I mean, the accessories, the paint detail is just way way nicer uh maybe we'll do a review on that someday i don't think i'm gonna be getting it but well, you know i'm not buying uh, it. well i know you're not buying it well pete maybe you get it in the shop at least we could pull it out and, and, and talk about it um i mean castle black so yeah i mean who you know why should you buy this you you, you should buy it maybe if, if you missed out on the marvel legends deadpool uh you know, the, yeah, enlighten the me. Why would I? Why do I want to buy this? Well, if if you're a real Deadpool fan and you want to have something that's in the six inch scale and you want to try to get the original Marvel Legends Deadpool, that's probably going to run you a couple hundred dollars yeah, because agree. that and that was a very nice figure. The paint detail on the guns was you have very that nice. One. No, I don't. Really? No, I thought that was one of the ones you had. No, no, no. The the Deadpool figure you're thinking of actually gave that one away. Um, Dummy. Because, because I knew I was going to get this one. That was part of a two pack. It was mm. part of a Marvel Legends two pack with Warbird. Um, and that one was okay. He had a little bit of like the big noggin syndrome, like uh, the, the killer croc syndrome. No balance. His, he has had, he had, it was like an orange on a toothpick. It was, <laughs> he, had, it had a, he had a very large cranium. Um, so it, it, was, it was hydrocephalus uh, Deadpool. Uh, Just Us Nerds podcast uh, takes ju- uh, hydrocephalus very seriously and does not in any way wish to disparage people with hydrocephalus or with heads that are enormous. Bobblehead syndrome. Um, so, so that's maybe why you you might want to get this Deadpool if you really want yeah. a Deadpool that's in you know the, the six inch scale. Otherwise, if you don't care about scale, I would just hold out until NECA Wait. comes out with their figure because it's it, it's it's the superior figure. Well, and I will say this honestly, you know me, I'm not a Deadpool fan, nothing like that. But I will say I, I've actually you know looked at the figure and that's a really cool figure. You only spat on it twice. Yeah, I mean, but it was really cool. I actually looked at it and went, wow, that's a that's really nice. I mean, that's something I even looked at and I was like... Did it hurt admitting that? Did, admitting that? No, you were, no, no, no. Like I told okay. you, the movie I liked. It's just, you know, it's the fans that I can't stand. Because <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking about. But, you know, it's cool. It is it, what it, it is. It, it, it is an, yeah, it is, it is a nice but figure. But it's a really nice figure. So, um, Do you... I mean, I noticed you... How do the Marvel... Le- I'm talking to Pete now. Yeah. Um, how, how do the Marvel Legends tend to sell? I mean, are they popular with, um, with people? Yeah, and in fact... I, I need to start getting more of them because what's happening is what you did is people are coming and buying the whole case the off of me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, then so that that leaves you nothing for exactly. Uh, uh, and they're good re- customers, so I try to give 
the the good customers first crack at those. It's really hard to tell though, because you never know sometimes what character is going to be the one that people really want to get. There's always that one, and right. like there was the Spider Gwen. There's the Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, there's one there, that one figure that everyone wants. Yeah. And then, or you go to Walmart, and it, all they've got is 47, you know, Captain Americas with the wolf head. And yeah. people, you know, yeah, it's like you never know which, which, which figure is really going to hit with people. Like, I'm really excited. I mentioned this last episode. They're yeah. going to be coming out with a Dark Hawk figure. Do you remember Dark Hawk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm really excited for that, but I don't know that anyone else will. But maybe a, but you that's know, a good thing. That could be the one. That could be the one. But yeah. maybe a thousand other nerds are going to come crawling out of the woodwork. To, and there I want a Darkhawk. I want a Darkhawk. So yeah. so yeah, okay. Well, the thing that I like about the Marvel Legends, and I say this all the time, this is the poor man's collector figure because you're not paying too much depending on where you're at. I yeah, mean, yeah. You're paying seventy-five bucks. Sure, but sure. You're paying like twenty, twenty-five, thirty. I mean, depending on where it is. But these are really nice figures for your collection. That you know they're not breaking the bank. This if you want volume, yeah. If you if you if you're yeah, one volume, this for isn't your a Hot Toys. You know, buying a you know uh, uh, an a, an Alfred Hot Toys where he comes with you know a hand with a dustpan or something. You know, right, <laughs> right. And you're paying five hundred dollars. Is that figure out yet? I think I'd like. I, I, I think he is. I would like an uh, Alfred with a dustpan. Yeah. And uh, and like a uh, what's those a Dyson. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. A good all right. All right. Um. We got some really exciting events coming this up. This is going to be awesome. Uh, we, you know, we're real excited to talk about some things that are that are coming up. And so, I'll be honest, you know, with these events and stuff like that, we're going to we actually owe our fans to. It's by word of mouth, by everything like that that people have said to us. You know, hey, you should come out. Hey, we'd love to have you guys here. So absolutely, you know, honestly, absolutely. Thank you so you yeah, guys. yeah, thank you so much. Um, so we have, uh, you know, September third, we've got a big event happening at Vieira Comics. Pete, since we have you right here, why don't you yeah. talk about what it is? You, you, I mean, you're going to well, do it more justice than I will. Yeah, sure. Uh, the store is approaching its one-year anniversary, and um, opening up a comic shop, uh, any business in this day and age is tough, but a comic shop is really hard because um, you need um, to, to develop a lot of regulars and foot traffic, and the first three months, you just don't do that. It's really hard. So to make it to one year, I'm really excited. Congratulations, um, man. It, the store is heading in the right direction, and I'm, I'm super excited with the, the group we have and, and all the good customers and the community. So that day, we're going to have um, a famous cosplayer from Miami called Erica Cosplay. Mm-hmm. She'll be here. And that day is September 3rd. September 3rd, Now, yeah. who is she going yeah. to be? She'll be Gwenpool. Ah. And uh, we're encouraging all types of cosplay. We're going to have a big cosplay contest with cat, uh, little gift card prizes for the store. Nice. Um. And uh, I'll be cosplaying, probably at least I'll be at the Punisher to start the day. Uh, it's become a favorite of mine, and I'll probably end up uh, finishing up with Captain Boomerang. Nice. Um, and uh, besides the, the cosplay contest, we're going to have a big sale. And I always do a raffle on the days of our events, and they're usually significant prizes. I'll probably do two prizes that day. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, decided which one. One yeah. of the ones you've done with the uh, the Iron Man figure. I yeah, mean, it's, it, all, it's usually at least a $100 value, sometimes yeah. more. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, and so yeah, make sure you come. You want to let people know where the store is too. If you sure, it's on Whitcomb Road in Melbourne, uh, near uh, near the Vieira area uh, in Suntree. It's seventy six forty North Whitcomb Road, Suite one hundred eight. Perfect. Bring money. Bring money. And check us out on Facebook, Vieira Comics. Um, so we have that happening on September third. Then just a little bit later in August second, yeah, we, we've got the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con. It was October. You said August, bro. Did I say August? You did. Oh my god. October. Right. October second. October second. Oh my god. It's just. Ugh, it's. It's been a day. Yeah, I know. 
So um, October second, we have the the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con. Man, am I excited for this! Yeah. So so from ten to five, it's going to be at the Melbourne Auditorium, and and we're going to have there's going to be special guests, there's going to be artists. Uh, you know, just to name a few, we're going to have uh, you know artists: Robert Guillory, Chad Thomas, Jim Fern. Uh, and I, I'm really excited well, about this one. See, and this is the best part too. Just so you guys know, on this podcast, we're going to be talking to a lot of these people that that are a lot of a lot of our celebrities, a lot of our artists that we're going to be able to talk. Yeah, to. We, we hope to be actually recording some interviews for some of these guests in the advent yeah, of the this prior event, too. Which did I say it was on October second? Because right. it's on October second. So what's the one are you really excited about? Space Ghost. That's right. The voice of Space Ghost, Mr. George Lowe. And this is Space Ghost from, uh, this is George Lowe, Space Ghost from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Which I loved that show. It was hilarious. Such a funny show. Um, So, yeah, if you are in the Central Florida area or, you know what, shit, if you're not in the Central Florida area, drop what you're doing, get in a car, and come down to the Central Florida area, October 2nd. You've got plenty of warning. Just do me a favor. Bring money when bring, you come. Bring money. Absolutely. So this is at the Melbourne Auditorium, 625 Hibiscus Boulevard, Melbourne, Florida. Tell them the Just Us Nerds podcast sent you. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I mean, that that's it, guys. That's that's our show, uh, show number 20. And, and let me just say, Chris, I am so happy that we have made it to episode 20. Yeah, well, they're not going to shut us up anyway because they don't pay our bills. That's right. You're not the you're not the boss of me. You're not the boss of us. I don't care if you don't listen. We're you don't gonna, pay the rent up in here, it. motherfucker. We're just going to do it anyway. I mean, we're going to have, like, episode 40, and we'll have, like, one person listening, and it'll probably be, like, my mom. It, <laughs> it, but, you know, it, it's, been, it's been so fun doing this. No, really and, just to let people know, the show may be taking a little bit of a hiatus. I think I may have mentioned it to it, mentioned it earlier, but I am, I, my wife's expecting, and we're, James is expecting. We're, I'm expecting. I'm a medical miracle. Yes, Junior. Junior, what are you doing? I can't believe it. I'm pregnant. This is amazing. This is super fantastic. No. Um, my, my family's going to be welcoming a, a new little geek uh, any day now, any week now, really. So, I, you know, as you know, babies. They tend to well, you Pete, you have some experience with this. They they tend to take up a little bit of your time, right? They do. It it actually gets much worse. But the, <laughs> the, beginning, the beginning for a first child's hard just because you're so scared and you don't know what. I, I will say this, by the way, Chris is a really good name for a kid. All, all right, yeah, all right. Just saying, I, I will take that under advisement. So, guys, if uh, guys, ladies, uh, all everything in between, if you're listening to the show and you have an opinion about something that we've talked about, we want to hear from you. So yeah. email us at justusnerds pc at gmail.com like us on facebook give us a comment on soundcloud give us a comment on youtube send us a smoke signal get in contact with us any way that you can this is vital right did i sell that enough yeah i think you were good all right and you didn't forget anything oh thank god well unfortunately the white walkers are at the gate shit so we got to grab a bucket of antifreeze and get down there to take them out that is all the time we have for this episode of just us nerds podcast We will be back next week with another episode of comics, movies, and all things in between. And until next time, remember what we say to death. Not today. Tomorrow looks bad as well. Have your people call our people and we'll get back to you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.